I look at it kind of like a job interview. You have to be the right person at the right time for the right job. And I think I'm that person, and I hope to prove it to the voters. Well, that's one of the candidates for Attleboro Mayor. There are two others. One of them is in the studio with me, John Davis. Welcome. Nice to have you in. Uh, thank you so much for being here, Gene. I appreciate it. It's, it's a great opportunity to talk to you and the public. All right. You've ran, you've run for mayor, you ran for mayor twice before. Twice. You've also been a city councilman. For how many terms? Four? Four terms. But not right now. Not right now. I left uh, elected office approximately 15 years ago. Okay. So you got out. Why do you want back in? Oh, I think at this moment in time, with such a divisive uh, political atmosphere, that a guy like myself, who's a middle-of-the-road consensus builder, mm. is exactly what we need today. We need far more people like me to get involved uh, than ever. Mm -hmm. Now, years ago, you told me you were a Republican as a young man. When I you was, became a Democrat at yeah, some point? When I was a young man, actually at one point, um, 25 years ago, I, I served as the uh, treasurer of the local Republican Party. Mm -hmm. About 20 years ago, I realized that my beliefs seemed to align a little bit more with the Democratic Party. But I've always been a moderate, middle-of-the-road person. When I was a Republican, I was about the most liberal member of the Republican committee. Okay. And as a Democrat, in a, in a world of you know, very progressive people today, I'm more of an old-fashioned Democrat. Okay, so you're a centrist Democrat. Sometimes Absolutely. they call them blue dog Democrats. I've heard of, yeah, heard I think of that. Do you think, yep. you think that fits you? I think that fits me exactly. But you've also been out of office for 15 years. You've been doing other things. You're a home builder and home repair man, yep. yeah, a contractor. Yeah, I got into the home repair business about 10 years ago because people would continually approach me about problems they had yep. and couldn't find anyone to help them. So I started helping people on the weekends and at night. And before you knew it, they kept telling others and telling others. Okay. And I ended up spending almost a decade in, in the home repair business until you know, a few years ago when the pandemic started, I suffered a, a fall that almost killed me. And that, that pretty much put an end right. to my ability to do that. All right, so but now you want to come back into politics to repair Attleboro. Absolutely. Or fix what's broken. Absolutely. Well, what's broken? Well, the reality is this, this campaign, and the reason I got back in, involved is it's not so much about deciding specifics on specific issues, whether you're in favor of this or in favor of that. What I want to change is the way in which we decide how we're going to go about making these decisions by reaching out and including people. Mm -hmm. I've always, in, in business, I was a very successful businessman for many years when I was younger. And I did that by bringing diverse people together to make things happen. Mm -hmm. you know, I want to reach out to people who are much different than me, have different points of view, and make a collaborative oh, effort to get things done. That's a nice generality, but tell Absolutely. me specifically, look, when I get in, yep. this is what's broken in Attleboro. You're born and raised there. Absolutely, there my like whole you, life. Oh, you know it, you know every yep. street. What is it you want to fix? What do you think Mayor Haru has, didn't attend to or didn't get to? By the way, do you say hero, Haru, or Haro? I say Haru. All right, then and, we'll and go with it. And, <laughs> I don't, and I don't know if that's correct, but he's never corrected me in all the years I've known him. Uh, the reality is, Local government is about providing basic services to people in a way in which they couldn't provide it for themselves. That's the role of local government. And we need to realize that. I mean, if you were in business, you would try to figure out how to best serve your customers and provide yeah. them with the quality of a product that they want. That's what city government should be doing. You know, when people come to City Hall yeah. to get something that, that, that they need and they're entitled to, they deserve to be treated like they're the most important person in the city because they are. So are you saying customer service has been absolutely. lacking? You're absolutely you're saying it's, it's, that. Oh, it's been lacking for 30 years. Okay. Uh, now, the mayor was very popular. No, he was just, he was just elected Bristol County Sheriff, and he's very well liked. Paul is absolutely popular, and I don't mean to discredit anything yeah. he's done. I mean, again, this, these are long-term things that have developed over, over okay. a couple of generations. I just think we can do better. And my base of support appears to be people who 
agree that we can do better. So customer service, how about your police and fire? How about your garbage? How about your potholes? I can go on and Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And you hit on all the, 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 really, the key theme there is that everyone who's ever run for mayor of Attleboro makes mm. the same speech about this 10 or 12 items that, oh, I'm going to support this, I'm going to support that. Right. You can't be everything to everyone. And I'm a guy who, as a, as a lifelong businessman, who realizes that we've got to provide the basic services that people absolutely need uh, in the way that we can. There's so many things everyone agrees on. Everyone agrees in Atterborough that our roads could be better. Almost every person I talk to agrees that our educational system could be better. You know, these are things that we have consensus already. Mm -hmm. We just need to have the will to be willing to fund that and, and to make them happen. You, again, you can't be everything to everyone. And I know when I get going, I sound very passionate okay, about this. Go ahead, it's your but I've time. Spent 30, I've spent 30 years of my life dedicated to public policy and trying to change the quality of life of people in our community. And I you know, as, as I said earlier, you know, I, I suffered a, a near fatal accident a couple of years what ago. What happened? Tell me what happened. Um, we, we were doing work at my house and I slipped on a wet floor and went from my kitchen to my basement floor without touching the stairs. Oh wow, and you went right down. My, my left okay. arm was essentially ripped off my body. It, it, it was attached physically with skin, but right. everything in my upper left is, is all artificial parts today. Okay. And um, it gave me almost two years of sitting around, first of all, for almost a year, not knowing if I'm going to lose my arm as surgeons are trying to figure out how you can possibly rebuild this guy who's all messed up. Uh, I had endless time to sit there for hours and hours, sometimes in the middle of the night in the dark, just sitting there thinking okay. about, if I'm okay, what can I do to make our community better? And how would I go about doing it? And, I, and I've realized that it's not about me. It's about bringing in all sorts of uh, people from around us. You know the, the late great mayor, Jimmy Doyle of Pawtucket. Yeah. Jimmy and I used to talk about this a lot because he ran for mayor when he was young and had to wait a couple of decades before he got his second chance. He said, John, if you always have to be the smartest guy in the room, you'll never be an effective mayor because you can't be the expert on everything. You've got to be willing to acknowledge that no matter what the topic is, there are two or three guys around you who know more than you do. And you've got to be smart enough yeah. to listen to them and make a, an intelligent decision based on the input. I want to bring in, people talk about inclusion. It's the big, it's the big catch word nowadays. But when they talk about inclusion, they usually mean they want more people exactly like them to get involved in the process. Okay. I want people different than me because most of the people who are involved in the process right now are just like me. They're middle-aged white guys. That's not what we need uh, you know, in order to make a better, more well-rounded community. Okay, well, you, you kind of set it up there, but you're a middle-aged white guy. Absolutely. You, you want to run the show but have others in following your direction? And, how, and, how do I leave off and, with and, that? And admittedly... Well, you want to listen to others? What, what is it? I want to listen to others. Admittedly, there are a lot of people who have said that, you know, a middle-aged white guy who hasn't held public office in 15 years, who's uh, incredibly active in the local Catholic church and yeah. all the other stereotypes of middle-aged white guys, doesn't have a, a place in government today. Well, I'm going to tell you, in the last two weeks, my phone has been ringing off the hook with people, including a huge number of former elected officials and government okay. uh, employees who don't think that way. So you say middle-aged white guy, you'll reach out to all the constituencies, Absolutely. All, all your neighbors. Our now, community is changing every day. Okay, you got a new high school. Absolutely. And I was one of the first people to advocate that even before I was involved in politics 30 years ago, even in the late 1980s as a member of the Chamber of Commerce, I tried to lobby other business people in favor of building a state-of-the-art educational facility mm -hmm. so that we can train our children for the, for the future, you know, to, to give them the okay. opportunity. 
Attleboro may not have the financial resources that some of these more affluent communities do, but I know that the people of Attleboro don't love their children any less than the parents in Wellesley do. And we've got to do everything we can to provide our children the same opportunity yeah. that people have in the neighboring communities. We've got about a minute and a half. Since you brought up education, let's bring up taxes. You live there, you mm -hmm. pay the taxes. You want to yep. pay less? Your property taxes, or are you satisfied with the rate? No, the reality is that the rate is set by the city council. Yeah. The only way you can control increasing taxes is by bringing in new business. I've been a businessman since I was 20 years old. I've sat across from people just like you who ran billion dollar corporations. I've done work for Fortune 500 companies. I've sat in boardrooms with executives who made in a week what I was making in a year. I know how to deal with people and how to make things happen, and I'm not afraid to try. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna do everything I can to bring more business to our community, because it's the only way to keep taxes down. Now, every mayor who's ever run for office in Attleboro has said the same thing. The difference is, look at my history of, of what I've done as, as a local businessman. I started a company in my parents' living room, and I turned it within a few years into a company that shipped products all over the world. All over the world we were shipping products. Mm -hmm. From one little guy sitting at his parents' kitchen right. table, you know, making, I can do it. All right, well listen, I'm glad you came in. You, you got an A for ambition. You, you got a lot going on in your town. I'm glad you're Absolutely. on the men, by the way. Your arm looks fine to me. I know understand you said it's a lot of artificial parts, but I'm glad it, you're on the men. It is funny. I mean, with, with all the artificial parts, I don't really feel a heck of a lot. So oh. it looks good because I can't feel it. And one arm is like an inch longer than the other. Uh, but I appreciate the opportunity to be here. I think this is going to be one of the most dynamic campaigns that we've seen in years. Uh, you know, from my point of view, yeah. this isn't about picking and choosing the details of what we're going to build or not build. It's about how we're going to go about deciding the process and okay. including people in that decision. All right. By the way, your two other opponents will be included at some point, equal time. Oh, and, and can I make a point quickly? Quickly, go ahead. I love my two opponents. You know, we are so fortunate, Adbro, to have three people that most okay. communities would love to have. I don't usually hear love on this show, but I'm glad you brought it up. It is what it is. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you Good so much, Gene. I appreciate that very much.